and good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is you are listening to the podcast you shouldn't be listening to. You should. You could be listening literally at midnight. Could be. It could be. Anyway, welcome. I'm Peter Petercan and this is Marceline. Bye. And this is... This is the really, really boring podcast. Did we start again? Yes. <laughs> this is the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to. A little bit of technical difficulties with the beatboxing there. But here we are again, episode 20. I think so. I think this is episode 20. 20 episodes, minus the first episode that I don't think we ever uploaded. No. The missing episode. Because you lost it. <laughs> yeah. I did. So, um, we had the first that episode. It was a practice one. It was a practice one, and I said just to download it, and then PD, deci- PD decided to lose it somewhere. So, I, we don't know if it's in a file. I don't think I decided to lose it somewhere. I think it just kind of happened. If it's in a file somewhere, yeah. like deep in his computer, or if it's just I may gone. Have accidentally recorded over it. Yeah, so it's lost. I don't think anyone's losing any sleep over that, though. Certainly I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this is episode 20. Um. And we today have had an email from a f- our one and only fan. Yeah. Uh, Jaya? Is it Jaya? Is that who you say it? Or Jaya? Jaya. Jaya. Jaya Healy. Uh, which is your... Grandma. Grandma. Um, should we say the name of the person? Is that... It's okay? I think that should be fine. That's fine. All right. And uh, Jaya has said that... She was listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And but not she... thank you for listening to the podcast. You're not meant to be listening. That's true. Um, well, she, in the subject, it says happy 50th to me. Thank you. Um, I did have a good 50th birthday. Thank you for asking. Not that I listened to you, your and Marceline's podcast. And then a big grinny face. Because, obviously, you're not supposed to listen to it. Um, she said that her idea for a podcast was uh, going on holidays or unusual holiday adventures for kids or teenagers. Uh, we just kind of thought we might open it up to the world. Yeah. Some of the best and worst holiday destinations in the world. And she said, P.S. I'm not a germaphobe. Uh, she is. <laughs> I'll let you argue about that. Um, yeah, so thank you for getting in touch with us, Jaya. And we are going to somewhat go with your idea of... Uh, we found a website called The Best 10... The 10 Best... The 10 Best and Worst Travel Destinations in the World According to the Experts. It's an no. article by Brad Nash. Brad Nash on the 6th of September No, we don't know who these experts are because they could literally just be people they that have gone to all these places. Just some like, guy from the street. And it says here, don't book that trip to Libya, Liberia just yet. Okay, well, let's see. Um, travel is one of the few purely subjective pleasures in life. So some people love hiking. Some people hate it. 
Some people love to go to the same beach in Bali every year, and some people would love to go somewhere different. Um, I guess before we jump into this, what's your favourite holiday, Marceline, that you've ever been on? Uh, I wouldn't know, because I've barely ever been anywhere. Okay. The, uh, the furthest place I've like... ever been away from where I live is Sydney. Okay. And we went there for one day. Wow. One night, and then we left. But was it a great night? Yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it. it what did fun. you like about Sydney? Uh, we got to go quite far around it. So we got to go, we got to watch the fireworks. We got to go to the Sydney Opera House. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Did you go over the Harbour Bridge? Yeah. Yeah. I walked across the Harbour Bridge last time I went to Sydney. That was pretty cool. I decided not to because I reckon if I walked across it, it would take me like three days. <laughs> it took about, I don't know, 25 minutes, half an hour? Yeah, no. Yeah, but I haven't done the going up over the arch that some people do, like they do the climbing up there. I haven't done that, but I did oh, that would be walk cool. across the bridge. That was pretty fun. And the opera house is cool, though. I don't think I've ever been inside it. Neither have I. Just on the outside. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I learned about why it's shaped like it. So okay. birds don't sit on it. Mm. Say a bird tries to come up to like a really steep stage, it's going to slip straight down. Well, it's apparently like the architect who designed it got the idea from a dish rack. Like the way dishes sit on a dish rack. And that's where they got the idea to design the Sydney Opera House. A very unique design. Nowhere, another building like it anywhere in the world, I don't believe. Unless someone decided just to build it again in real life. Well, yeah. Then you just say you're copying, copying the opera house. And ch- and change the top of cha- you know how it's like to sit like this, change it to be flat and say it's a different Sydney opera house. <laughs> so it's the um, Bris- Brisbane opera house. The Brisbane opera house. Well, maybe one day we'll just copy Sydney exactly. Let's change a little thing. Yep. Like a window placement. Well, we've, got, we've got the Story Bridge. It's not quite the Harbour Bridge. Like you could just change a little placement on the windows in Sydney by <laughs> like a like. It's a, not the same. A centimetre. It's a different opera And it says different. Hmm. Or change where the um. You could have one in each capital city of Australia. It's slightly different design. That'd be funny. That would be pretty funny. All right. Well. My favourite holiday, probably Palawan in the Philippines. Beautiful golden beaches, beautiful ocean. Oh, I want to go to, um, what's it called? Vietnam. Oh, okay. Because I have family in Vietnam and I've always wanted to go and it's really fun. They have very yummy food, they have sweet food. Meat food, a lot of different yeah, food. Vietnamese food is is delicious. They along eat with Filipino. so much food, and they don't get big. Yeah, I, I reckon it's crazy. Um, yeah, and then this, and then the spice taste is over crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to go because I got family over there, but I don't have a passport. That does make it hard. Mm. And I'm not going over there illegally. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go overseas without permission from both your parents and that can make it really tricky for kids who live in a split family. 
Um, I have my 13 year old son he he has a similar thing he can't go overseas without his mother's permission so makes it pretty tricky he, we went to the Philippines last year for my son's wedding and he couldn't go that either could, could his brother his brother can go now because he's turned 18 but back then he was 17 so <clears throat> they weren't able to come yeah I can't go because my mum she would be very happy she would take me Yep. My little brother and my little sister, and we'd all go have quite fun over there. Yep. Um, but my biological father, which I don't like in the slightest, he doesn't want to give me my passport. Yep. He rejected it for my siblings and me. Yep, so that means you can't go overseas. So it does make it hard, doesn't it? Oh, I also learned something in Vietnam. Instead of, like, if you look at the street and try and dodge other people, you can get hit. Best thing to do is close your eyes and walk straight through the street because everyone else will dodge you. Yeah. And that's how they say the yeah. best way to get across the street yeah. is. Philippines is probably similar. I, I'd say, like, all the road rules in the Philippines are suggestions. <laughs> and, and uh, like, the zebra crossings, the pedestrian crossing... They're just they're just decoration. Yeah. They're just painted for decoration because nobody pays any attention to them. Yeah, same same with especially v- the drivers. Same with Vietnam, like um, the road rules are basically just it's like don't run into people. Plenty of people get run into on a daily basis. Yep. Um, I um I drove in Manila and it was like every every meter was a battle it was being at war like trying to just move it all was like a fight in in Vietnam everything moves very very fast even though everyone's like shoulder to shoulder on motorbikes or on like scooters except I don't understand how they get the scooters to tow so much weight because there was this guy on a scooter with like Three like mango tree pots that yeah. are like probably the size, probably as tall as a guitar, yeah, and way wider than it. And I'm like, how are you towing that? <laughs> like, they'll find a way. Philippines find is the way. same. If there's a way to do it, they'll find it. And yeah. even if it's not a way to do it, they'll still find a way to do it. If there's not a way to do it, they'll just add more power into it. They get some of their friends to get some um things onto it. Th- um, scooters onto it and then drive the two scooters instead of one. Yeah. Or there was this guy who taped two scooters together just to go forwards. That's funny. And in um in Vietnam, if you have a scooter, you're considered a normal person. If you have a car, you're considered a rich person. Yeah. And I'm like, it makes no sense. What if you've got, like, a little buzz box? Like, something really, really horrible with wind-up windows. Like, you have to actually wind them up. Um, yep, no, you're still rich. Because it's got air con. Yep. And I'm like... That's the thing, isn't it? Okay. Well, I know how to be rich. Um, I'm going to look for a different article, because that one was pretty bad. It just lists the top ten countries. doesn't say anything about them. Oh, really? Um... Yeah, so it's kind of like, uh, let's go best travel 
destinations. Your official top 20 travel destinations. No, your official top 20 travel destinations for 2020. Well, that would have been, you know, like your bathroom or your kitchen. <laughs> uh, bucket list travel, top 50 places in the world. That's on Forbes.com. Um, 30 best places to visit for 2023. That's according to US Travel News. Lonely Planet. This one might be okay. Best places to visit in 2023. Let's have a look. Best in travel, 2023. 30 places to inspire you. Uniquely curated by local experts around the world. Get rid of that pop-up. Each destination's carefully crafted itinerary is designed to help you dream, plan, and go to the places that would be buzzing in the year ahead. All right, let's have a look. Jordan. Jordan. What's Jordan. That's in the Middle East. And then it's... Oh, it's not really an article. Not having much luck here, are we? World's 30 best travel destinations ranked. This could be better. The ultimate ranking of travel destinations aims to solve a serious problem. So many places to visit, so little time. 30. Argentine Patagonia. In this region of the Andes... Do you know what the Andes are? Mm -hmm. It's a mountain range in South America. You'll find glaciers, evergreen trees, deep blue lakes, and clear skies everywhere you look. That looks photoshopped. does, but I don't imagine it is. It's photoshopped. I don't think so. How can that rock be placed in a certain spot with a beautiful, <coughs> almost clear river where the snow meets non-snow? Like Well... That's what it's saying. You'll find glaciers, evergreen trees, deep blue lakes, and clear skies everywhere you look. That's in the top of the mountains. So there's lakes. And I don't imagine that water would be warm. That would be freezing cold. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's quite people beautiful. people were swimming in it. That's, that's number 30. Um, so yeah. Amazing glaciers. That would be pretty cool to visit. Like that looks non-photoshopped. Mm-hmm. Like, that actually looks like it's... So there's people standing on, like, a big deck Ooh, looking blood over red. water and a massive glacier. Have you have you, have you you learned about the um, blood red streams that go through the ice? No. So there's blood red. Yeah. Yeah, they're really cool. I don't know why they are, but they're, like, a certain type of water thing. But, yeah, it's completely blood red water. Like, wow. someone's just died and put all their blood into water and then put it through the ice it's amazing I was trying to figure out if that was a, a piece of dirt on my screen but it's a bird it's a bird <laughs> uh, springtime depends in the southern hemisphere yeah we know that October and November these months are best bet when planning a trip um, yeah um, that does look nice if you're into glaciers and huge mountains and amazing scenery and stabbing Argentina Argentina the Argentine Patagonia if you want to be able to fall on like big ice bokey um impaley things then 
Yep. Yeah, that should be good. Yeah, if you want to get impaled on a huge ice stalactite, I think stalactites are the ones on the bottom, whatever, that's the place to go. And 29, Amalfi Coast, Italy. We've got a lot to get through, so I guess we're just touching on quickly. Uh, set in the Sorrentina Peninsula, the Amalfi Coast has long been renowned for its natural beauty and idyllic coastal towns. So I'm looking at huge mountain mountain cliffs almost, with a Italian town in the foreground, with a bunch of rocks and ocean. It's pretty beautiful. I, I actually I've always wanted to go to Italy. Days here are spent eating Italian food, drinking wine, and walking around couple colourful cobblestone streets. Oh, France, France! Instead of water, it's um wine. It's really funny. Yeah, wow. Except you can't be drunk there. Drunk, being drunk is despised. Yeah. It's like if you saw someone drunk on the street, you'd call the cops on them. Yeah, yeah. They drink wine, but not to excess. <coughs> you can be drunk in your house, though. I, well, yeah, anyone can do that. Uh, number 28, Cancun, Mexico. That's, I've heard of Cancun, and Cancun is a beautiful golden beaches, palm trees... Um, yeah, Mexico. See, I don't know if I'd go to the beaches, because I don't like beaches, but um, I think I would go... I, I would love to go to Mexico. Yep. See, I love the beach. I absolutely love the beach. I don't go in, in nearly enough to the beaches, but I would like to. I'm dark fever. I just don't <laughs> like sand. I don't like the salt water either. I don't like either. sand. It's rough and coarse, and it gets everywhere. Yes. Um, yeah, okay. Um, Cancun, yeah, it looks nice. Uh, I'd love to go to Cancun. Things you should know before you go to Cancun. Um, make a plan to visit one of Grupo Xarat's six ecotourism parks. Oh, cool. I would love to jump in from the top there where that water's falling and see how far. Yep, we've got a little waterfall into a pool, people swimming in it. It's beautiful. Yeah, it'd be nice and warm too. It'd be great. San Francisco, California. <clears throat> Everyone should visit San Francisco at least once in their lives. This is number 27. Though tech companies grab all the headlines these days, it remains down-to-earth, diverse, and packed with things to do. So you've got the Golden Gate Bridge, sunbathing sea lions at Fisherman's Wharf, take a tour of the historic prison at Alcatraz, relax in one of the city's many parks, especially Dolores Park for its epic people-watching on the weekends. Do you like people-watching? You know, you just sit and watch people. I like it. Yeah. I could just sit and watch people all day. I will watch people, but I usually fall asleep. <laughs> and great places to eat as well. So, San Francisco, would you like to go? I'd yeah, love to go. That sounds like a pretty cool yeah. place. It seems packed, but they've got stuff to keep your mind off of it. Yep. I mean, I've been, I've been to Seattle. I've been to L.A., um, and I've been a few other places on the west coast of the US, but I never got, managed to get to San Francisco. It's kind of out of the way. It's a long way from LA. It's like a 10-hour drive or something from memory. Um, so that would be a great place to go and visit. Uh, fun, book, fun fact, the fortune cookie was invented in San Francisco by a Japanese resident. There you go. Fortune cookies are actually made in America. They're not Japanese. It was made by a Japanese guy. 
Ah, Niagara Falls, number 26. Another Perfect. one in the United States. Niagara Falls, one of the largest waterfalls in the world. I would love to go to Niagara Falls. Yeah. I would love to. I've I heard think, of it a whole bunch. I think it would be incredible. Yeah, it would be really cool. Yep. The power, Imagine how wet it would be there. Ah, you'd... I reckon standing near it, you'd be able to feel the water coming yeah, up. Yeah, because of all the water bouncing, it'd just yeah. go straight into the air. It has so. such wet air. So there's the Canadian side and the United States side. Really? There's yeah. two sides? Yeah, so it actually borders both countries. It's the border of the two countries. Um, yeah. This natural wonder is comprised of three awe-inspiring falls. One of the best ways to experience them is on a boat tour. So, so you mean well, you... I hope the boat tour doesn't take you over the cliff of the... So you mean, so you mean if you boat to the other side, then you're an alien? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And you boat back, you're not nearly. I guess so. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, what to know before you go to Niagara Falls? It is, it is absolutely enormous. Like that's. That is. I can't even. Uh, so mum, this so one I know, side is one. Having area, seen the Grand Canyon, you, you see pictures of it, and when when you get there, it's just awe-inspiring. Pictures do not do it justice, and I imagine that Niagara Falls would be similar. You'd have to be there to really see. I told see you it. all the water in the air. It'd be basically yeah. be a rainforest. Look at forest. it all. Look at it all coming up. It's crazy. You'd basically just have a rainforest. Mm. There is some debate about which side of the falls is better, but the general verdict is that the Canadian side offers better views. This is because you can get a better view of the American falls, as well as get up close to the Horseshoe Falls. Hm. There you go. Well, that's it. I'm going to Canada to see Niagara Falls. Well, you, well, you could just do both. You've got a passport. It's all good. Anyway, number 25. Oh, we're staying in North America for Yellowstone National Park. Never heard of it. Located mostly in Wyoming, as well as Montana, Montana, Montana and oh. Idaho, it's America's first national park. Remains one of the most popular... 3.8 million people every year. Oh, yeah. No, I've heard of this. Yeah, it's a, it would be a, a beautiful... Cool. It would be a beautiful thing to see. Um, it's wildly popular, so you'll never fully beat the crowds. Um, yeah, there you go. I, I would love to go to Yellowstone. Yeah, it'd be great. I did go to one of the national parks there. I'm trying to think what one it was. It was in Utah. Um, can't remember, but... I did go to one, but it wasn't Yellowstone. Alright. Number 24. We're coming to the Great Land Down Under. The Great Barrier Reef in Australia. Which I have never been to, even though I live relatively close to it. That is in... It's here in Queensland. No, no. Where is it in Queensland? It starts about Rockhampton and goes up to Cairns. Yeah, no, we're going to camp, so I get to see it. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I really need to make an effort to go and see it. Uh, the largest reef in the world, the Great Barrier Reef, is home to thousands of marine spe- species. This makes it a paradise for scuba diving or snorkeling. Yeah, it's no. truly gigantic, with over 600 islands and about 2,900 individual reefs. And yeah, no, I'm going there, so... Mm. I get to see it for the first time. Seeing it with your own two eyes is an experience that is incredible beyond words. What to know before you go? Um, going underwater is a must, but a helicopter tour 
is great to experience the magic of it. And it's made of corals, which are animals that live in collectives. The Great Barrier Reef is the largest living structure on the planet that we know of. Because we haven't been to the bottom of the ocean, so... No, we've... But it we, probably is. We've said we've said that we know the we know the depths of the bottom of the ocean. There are parts of the ocean that we've never been to. Yeah, They're just too deep. They're too deep. And then... So you know, you know the tect- you know the tectonic plates in the ocean that open up. Yeah. And you fish down them, and there's millions and millions. Of yeah, we've never actually been to the bottom of one of those. Yeah, that's right. That would lead very close to the center of the earth. Yep. Which means gravity would become uh, very, very heavy. <laughs> Absolutely, like that um, sub. That just imploded because it just couldn't handle it. But we talked about that before. Uh, 23, we're getting through them. Santorini, Greece. With its picturesque blue dome churches, whitewashed buildings and colourful beaches, the island of Santorini is a photographer's paradise. That's cool. Looks beautiful. Um, Amazing ocean views. And yeah, the buildings, because they're all white, pretty much, with Bright blue domes. Yeah, gorgeous. They're just making the alien seal. Some great architecture. No, they're yeah. just doing it to get the aliens' attention. Ah, oh, is so that what they're, they're trying they're to get like, the aliens' attention? We're completely attention. white, and then look at our big blue. <laughs> look at our big blue. Come here. Um, yeah, no, what that looks good. Is that? 22. Florence, Italy. For art and history buffs and anyone who appreciates delicious Italian food, Florence is a must-visit city. As the birthplace of the Renaissance, it's home to some of the most iconic artworks by the world's premier artists throughout history, Michelangelo, Bruscellini, and Donatello. Donatello and Michelangelo. Yeah, not not the Ninja Turtles. Why are they named after the Ninja Turtles? The Ninja Turtles were named after the artists. Not the other way around. Really? All four of them are named after famous artists from the Renaissance. Yeah. Donatello, Michelangelo, Leonardo, named after Leonardo da Vinci. He painted the Mona Lisa. Uh, what was the other one's name? Raphael. Another famous artist. That's what Master Shredder named them after. Famous artists. Master Shredder named them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he found them. When they were little baby turtles. And then it mutated their body. That's something I'd like to visit. A Maserati. There's no. an ad for Maserati here. Yeah, I, no, I'm not going to go visit Maserati. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I I would love to visit a lot of places in Europe to see like that old history and um, buildings. Art, museums. Bit of an artist myself, so that would be pretty cool. I'd be I'd be up for a visit to there. Oh, this is the one I went to, Yosemite. Yosemite National Park, pretty sure, was the one I went to. One of the most visited national parks in America. This is 21. Four million annual guests. Encompasses 750,000 acres of wilderness. Home to scenic waterfalls. um, Rock formations like El Capitan and Half Dome. Two popular spots for the world's most rock climb, best rock climbers to test their metal. And the wildlife here impresses. Butterflies, marmots, bobcats and mule deer are just some of the animals that call Yosemite home. And black bears. Ooh. Yeah. 
Where, where do you find cougars? That, that's mountain lions. Same thing. Puma, mountain lion, cougar, they're all the same. Oh. Yeah, so they have them there. I was brought up calling them cougars. We, um, I also think cougars is the most cute name. We didn't spend long there. I think we spent just a few hours driving through, so we didn't have time to really enjoy the whole park. Um, but it was pretty amazing. So you'd be when you're in the park, you have to be careful. Yep. Yeah, you would, because bears... You'd have to sign, like, a... Bears? If you die in the park, it's not their fault. Well, that's pretty much America. If you die anywhere in America, it's not their fault. Do you have to actually sign a form? No. No. All right, let's move on to number 20. St. Lucia. I've heard of it. Where is St. Lucia? I've heard of it, but where is it? Whether you... It's a Caribbean island. I'd love to go to the Caribbean. Or Caribbean, if that's how you prefer to say it. Whether you're visiting on a cruise ship or just relaxing in an all-inclusive resort or boutique hotel, stunning St. Lucia is a clear winner. This Caribbean island offers diverse terrain for vacationers, from its pristine beaches to its lush rainforest to its volcanic peaks, the pitons that loom over the landscape. Hiking, climbing, zip lining, um, romantic mix of fine dining, adults-only resorts and exotic activities. I've heard of it for its zip lining, for its giant yeah. zip lines from like one mountain to another. Just look at that gorgeous water. Tropical looking, beautiful. Um, I the, the, the Caribbean or Caribbean I'm pretty high up on my list of places you, you, I'd you like know, to go. You know what I just realised? You can see the, you can see all the um, all of the rocks and then mm. it just drops off. So the water's really clear? Yeah. And so where it drops off, it gets darker, but where it's shallow, you can see right through it. Yeah. That's cool. Best time to visit um, when the temperatures are moderate, May and June. Hmm. St. Lucia is the only country named after a woman. Saint Christian Lucia. martyr, St. Lucia of Syracuse. That, wow, the only country in the entire world named after a woman. That's um, a bit sad, really. Okay, we need to find more countries. Yep. No, or, no, always need to like dig big rivers between two different parts of a country and say it's a new country. <laughs> they name something different. Number 19. Dubai. Heard of it? Of the United Arab Emirates. I'd love to go to Dubai. Everything is bigger and better in Dubai. Home of the world's largest shopping malls, the world's tallest tower... One of the world's largest man-made marinas, and the list goes on. I, I heard of Dubai. I heard of its um, great food. Like, you can just go get so much food. Yeah. Its shopping centres are basically just all you can eat. Oh, my poor baby. She's crying. This Las Vegas-like urban centre in the United Arab Emirates has an eclectic mix of activities for visitors to enjoy, including beaches, water parks, tons of shopping, and even an indoor ski resort. Wow. So there's just loads to do. Uh, Hot tip. Though you're likely to pay a pretty penny for a trip to Dubai, no matter where you visit, you can save a little cash by visiting during the scalding hot summer months and by booking your hotel room two to three months in advance. So... It, it does look amazing. And um, when you go into a country that has oil money, they have spent so much money making it an amazing city. What's oil money? Like, they have oil in their country and they sell it to the rest of the world. So the, oh. the country's rich. 
they actually have um, man-made palm islands that they made. So they brought sand from other countries and made like a palm in like a picture of a palm out of the sand and they built houses on it. Quite crazy. Yeah, quite incredible. Uh, Machu Picchu. I've heard of Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu, Peru. Um, That would be incredible. I'm looking at an incredible mountain range with an enormous peak and some ancient buildings. Many travellers describe their visit to Machu Picchu as life-changing. Why? It's an archaeological wonder. The remains of an ancient Incan city dating back more than 600 years. No wonder this is one of the seven wonders of the world. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to see. What are the seven wonders of the world? Uh, let's let's look that up then. Seven wonders of the ancient world. One would be the pyramids. The Great Pyramids of Giza, Egypt. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Statue of Zeus at Olympia. The Temple of Artemis at Ephesus. The Mausoleum at... Halicarnassus, Colossus of Rhodes, the Lighthouse of Alexandria, and then there's the new Seven Wonders of the World. The Great Wall of China, the Taj Mahal, Petra in Jordan, the Colosseum in Rome, Christ the Redeemer statue at Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, and the Chichen Itza in Mexico, and Machu Picchu, Peru. So there's the ancient wonders. They're the, the more... Not the modern world, but the not ancient world. The new seven wonders. Huh. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, back to our list. That would be a pretty cool place to visit. They got Lama. 17, Sydney, Australia. Well, we've already, already covered Sydney, but represent Sydney. Iconic Opera House, lively Bondi Beach, Sydney is the perfect spot to vacation if you're looking for a blend of culture, arts, nightlife, and relaxation. It's also in Australia, all Israel. Hmm. Yeah, it is a beautiful city. I choose not to live there though. Too every, expensive. Every time I look at the opera house, I think of like Goku's hair. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, sixteen. The Grand Canyon. Hi. It's truly massive. Two hundred and seventy-seven river miles long and up to eighteen miles wide, which helps explain why so many people feel the urge to see it in person. I've been there. Is incredible. Words can't do it justice. It's awe-inspiring. Like, you see it, and you're like, wow. I never, ever could have understood without seeing it. It's unreal. Uh, what to know before you go? Um, eh, hundred years. It's its 100th birthday for the park, so there's a lot of cool stuff on. Um, yeah, but what is there to say about the Grand Canyon? If you ever get a chance to see it, go and see it. Is that close to the edge? Yep. Of Is that like right next to the edge? Yeah, but it's it? not like a cliff. Like, it, it slowly goes down. Oh. And then way down the bottom, you can see the Colorado River. Um, but it's just... It's so big. Like, it is so big. If, uh, turn that logo man upside down. Uh, Bali is number 15. Oh, I've heard of Bali. They, they've got really good massages. 
Hmm. So Bali has become a popular destination where groups of digital nomads work and play. But the island hasn't lost its original charm to this added tourism and continues to be an incredible destination. Divide your time between swimming at the beach, hiking active volcanoes, visiting temples and enjoying views of tiered rice terraces. It'd be pretty cool to go to Bali. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I'd rather go to the Philippines. But yeah, Bali would be good because from Australia, Bali's pretty cheap. In fact, you get people in Perth, people who live in Perth, it's cheaper to go visit Bali than it is to come to the East Coast. So rather than come to Queensland, they'll go to Bali. It's cheaper. Isn't that crazy? Go overseas, cheaper than coming to somewhere else in the same country because Australia's pretty massive. Oh, I've always wanted to like live at some place that's had so like one dollars worth like ten dollars in Australian yeah. money or something like that. Somewhere really, really expensive. Become really, really rich over there and then just move back to Australia. Yeah. It can do it. You can do it. Because imagine having one million dollars there and then having ten million dollars here. Mm. Number 14. New York, New York. So the city of New York in the state of New York. As the saying goes, New York is the city that never sleeps and you won't want to either when you visit lest you run out of time to take it all in. Uh, check out the new attractions like the High Line at an elevated park and Hudson Yards, a mega mall along the Hudson River. But also make some time for New York City classics like catching a Broadway show or standing under the lights of Times Square. Empire State Building would be another one I would want to do. I, I've heard I've heard of New York and how like no one basically sleeps, and if you sleep, mm. it feels like you've missed a whole bunch. You missed half of New York because of the yep. night is amazing. Yeah, so it's cheap if you want to go in January and February because it's cold. Uh, if you want to go in the cold months, uh, you can spend your time eating the city's restaurants, exploring its fabulous museums, and catching its world-class theatre shows. Yeah, well, there you go. There's a birth in New York City every 4.4 minutes and a death every 9.1 minutes. So what's quicker? People are being born quicker than they're dying. Oh, that's not good. Well, there's, they're growing. It's bad if it's the other way around. If you've got more people dying than have been born. Yeah, but then it's just overpopulation. Well, yeah. But imagine if you get underpopulation and then suddenly you've got empty buildings and people can't... There's no jobs. Well, you can't find people for the jobs. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. Let's look at Banff National Park in Canada, number 13. Some of the world's most stunning mountain scenery and vistas are located in Banff, the tiny Canadian town located 4,500 feet above sea level. Oh, I've heard of Canada. I, Canada. Canada. Yeah. I always wanted to go. It's yeah, it's really cool. It looks beautiful. Like I'm looking at a huge river, I'm guessing, or a lake with um, beautiful pine trees on one side and an enormous mountain range on the other. Yeah, it would be gorgeous. That is a lake. It says Banff Lake Louise. And what to know before you go to Banff? June to August and December to March are the best times. Because um, summer and winter activities, I guess. Banff National Park has more than 1,000 glaciers. Wow. That's cool. That's 
that's pretty cool. Number 12, the Maldives. The Maldives. I don't know how do you say it. That's gorgeous. I'm looking at some huts over the ocean. Oh, that's cool. And a beautiful sunset. I'd love to go to the Maldives. Maldives? Maldives? Whatever. You can look at picture after picture, but you still really need to visit the Maldives to believe its beauty. It's rich sunsets, flower-like beaches, and vibrant blue waters are your style, if that is. This is the destination for you. Yeah, I would love to. Though it's somewhat difficult to get to, this small island nation southwest of Sri Lanka that also meets its incredible, incredibly private and secluded, which makes it the perfect spot for a honeymoon or romantic beach getaway. Don't worry about getting bored either. either explore the water by snorkeling or scuba diving, relax in a spa, or wander around the bustling male, male fish market? Malay, Malay fish market. It's not male. What to know before you go? October, May to October is the rainy season. Yeah, yeah, but that also means it's best time to go for fewer crowds and better rates. Yeah, but it's rainy. And, yeah. I'd rather go when the weather's good, but I suppose there'll be less people. So, up to you. Um, Barcelona, Spain, number 11. Oh, always want to be there. I would love to go to Barcelona. I love the Roman... um, I love, like, the... Like the Roman gold and stuff, mm. they have been there. Do they have that in Barcelona? Because that's Spain, not Italy. Italy was Rome, but I suppose was Spain part of the Roman Empire? Yeah. I'm not sure. At least I'm sure. Okay. Just looking at a beautiful city, um, old buildings, old architecture, uh, beautiful uh, mountains, soccer, architecture, shopping, nightlife, world class food and wine, arts and culture. Home to awe-inspiring architecture. Beautiful. Yeah, that'd be good. Nice weather too. Can get really humid here. Um, May and June is best before things really start to get hot. If you don't like the heat. Number 10. Glacier National Park, Montana. Heard of it and... United States doesn't list the country if it's in the United States because they think everyone is from the United States who's on the internet. Glacier National Park, Montana, United States. The crown jewel of beautiful Montana, Glacier National Park is every outdoor traveler's dream. It does look gorgeous. Uh, We're looking at a clear lake reflecting the gorgeous mountain in the distance and then, yeah cloudy skies but some blue very beautiful um, most defining feature is its glaciers which provide spectacular views and lakes number nine what's number nine Tokyo Japan Tokyo Japan would you, you like to go to Tokyo came from? huh yeah, it's where Samurais came from, didn't it? Yes. Yes. Then yes. One of the most exciting cities on the entire planet. Fast-paced, neon lights, multitudes are constantly rushing to the next destination. Yeah, Tokyo would be pretty cool. Uh, number eight is Phuket, Thailand. Ooh, how's Thailand? A lot yeah. of people say it's really good. Feels luxurious, but might break the bank. It's pretty cheap. 
Oh, it is in southern Thailand, which is just an hour from Bangkok. Well, it's not far from us. <laughs> yeah. Now she's at the Lego figure and she's uh, turned his face around, so it's got no face. Uh, she's got two faces. Yeah. Yeah, there's the big Buddha statue there as well. If you want to see great views, you can climb to the top of the big Buddha. Um, yeah, Phuket, this video, Phuket or Phuket would be a good place to go. Yeah, Number cool. seven, we're almost almost at the end. Rome, Italy. Yes, I want to go there. Rome would be pretty cool to see the Colosseum and. Yeah. Uh, Why is the Colosseum broken? Well, it's just so old. Oh, did you, oh, I don't know if it's the Romans or not. Um, Romans or not. But you know how their you know how their concrete stays there for so long, mm. but our concrete barely stays there for as long. Yeah, it's because they have what what's that what's that yellow stone that reacts to water? Um, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so they have these big chunks of it all through the concrete, right? Yeah, just randomly placed. So when it cracks. And the water goes into it. It foams up, yep. fills in the cracks, and then goes hard. Right. And so it basically just keeps healing itself. Okay. Cool. And that's how they stay up for so long. Interesting. So Rome, Rome, be cool. I'd love to go to Rome. Yeah. Number six, London, England. England. That would be pretty cool. A lot to see in London. Um, yeah. One of the best places to visit in the world, according to English writer Samuel Johnson. Of course, an English writer would say that. When a man is tired of London, he is tired of life. That's what he said. Live performances of Shakespeare, truly world-class museums like the National Gallery. London will enrich your mind and enliven your senses. Of course, no visit would be complete without a stop at Buckingham Palace to see the famous stone-faced guards. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Big Ben, Tower Bridge... Um, What's the stone faced guards? You know, the guards are with those big tall hats. Oh, and, and their face doesn't you can't, like You stone. can't make them. Like, you can you can try, but they won't ever break. Like, they won't ever like, oh, there was, smile. There, or there was this person who laugh. who got in, um, got someone who was new, and yeah. he, he, was a, he was a professional. Um, he was a professional comedian, yep. and he actually got him to smile. Okay. That's very good that he did that. Pretty hard to do. And so yeah, London would be good. I could I could visit, carry on and have a visit to London. Uh, number five, Tahiti, French Polynesia. Heard of it? Flavorful French cuisine, top-notch resorts, warm you know what waters. I just realized? What you said Tahi- Tahiti, and then I remembered Moana. Ah, I've been staring at the edge of the water. Yeah, because there's a god in that movie called Tahiti, on an island named Tahiti. Yes, interesting. Uh, so yeah, French Polynesia, Tahiti would be beautiful, um, similar to some of the other other ones. Maui, Hawaii, number four. I've been to Hawaii. Never been. Sounds cool though. Um, I've been to Honolulu. It's amazing. I loved it. I loved it. It was beautiful. Snorkeling in the lagoons was just amazing. Climbed to the top of um, uh, one of the volcanoes there and saw like beautiful views. 
I really liked Hawaii. Out of anywhere I went in the United States, Hawaii won for me. It was my favorite place to go in the US. Yeah. Maybe the Grand Canyon trumps it just slightly, but I loved I loved Hawaii. Beautiful, beautiful place. Beautiful beaches. No, I've heard of it. A lot of people say it's really, really good. Yeah. And there are five islands. Um, and you know what I say? Never been, so I can't say anything about it. <laughs> it does look beautiful, though, doesn't it? Um, anyway, uh, number three, Bora Bora in French Polynesia. Um, it's pretty small, only two miles wide, six miles long. But it packs an abundance of natural beauty. You won't be able to take your eyes off the island's turquoise lagoon surrounded by lush jungle. It does look beautiful. That looks really, really cool. Yeah, it does look pretty cool. Is that salt water on one side and fresh water on the other side? I reckon lagoons are salt water. Okay. So you've got your ocean here and then there's very shallow so it allows the water in. Yeah. Um, but it's not really ocean, so that's why it's called a lagoon. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that would be... I, I'm, I'd love to go there. Bora Bora. Beautiful. Like, Number two. Paris, France. The Eiffel Tower. It has it all. Incredible le- le- cuisine, legendary landmarks, and centuries of history. I have a friend who grew up there. Wow. I think they were three years old when they moved to Australia. Hmm. So there's 20 diverse neighbourhoods. Um, standouts include the second... Oh, you know what I realised? Passages in some of the city's hippest restaurants. Go back up to the picture. Yeah. It looks like it's been copied into two different things. Yeah. Like that's how it looks. It looks like someone's like taken a picture and just put it on the other side at the same time. So it looks yeah, it's like they have these distinct neighbourhoods and they're copied and pasted. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? It's very different. It just looked... I just looked at it and it seems so weird. Yeah, it'd be cool. Me. Yeah. Paris. Paris. Uh, yeah. Busy, busy in the summer particularly. Um, but apparently the Eiffel Tower built for the 1889 World Fair was meant to be temporary and they were going to tear it down. But local officials saw it its value as a radio telegraph station. So they kept it because they wanted to be able to broadcast radio from the top. Talk and now to it's like one of the most historic landmarks in the world. And they may have just taken it down. That would have no, been you know, funny. No, you know that big ball at the top of it and nobody's allowed in? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon the government's sending things to aliens. <laughs> Maybe. That's a a big conspiracy theory. That brings us to number one. The South Island of New Zealand. Which is... I'm surprised it's number one, but I've heard it's just absolutely gorgeous. Never heard of it. I've I've been to the North Island, which was fun and um, really great. But the South Island of New Zealand, um, it's an entire island for the coveted top spot. South Island, the larger but less populated... Of the two islands that make up New Zealand and the honour for its breathtaking scenery, once-in-a-lifetime experiences and affordable activities. Uh, 33.5-mile hike on Milford Sound, which is limited to 90 people at a time, is considered one of the world's best treks, which stops at Lake Tiano, 
suspension bridges, a mountain pass, and the tallest waterfall in the country, Sutherland Falls. You can jump out of a helicopter while flying over the Harris Mountains with skis on your feet. I'll pass on that one. Um, and then ski so I like down the idea of jumping out of a helicopter. And then ski down a mountain. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't ski, first no, thing. I've never done it either. Second thing, jumping out of a helicopter on top of that sounds even worse. Yeah. Because imagine just hitting the snow and breaking your legs on impact. Then what are you meant to do? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Honourable mention, the British Virgin Islands. Couldn't include every destination in the world, but the Virgin Islands... Um, yeah, beautiful. It's in the Caribbean. Um, and also Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Beautiful tulips. Oh, I've, I know someone who's been from the Netherlands, and they say that the gardens are like that. Yeah. Rainbow gardens. And I was like, that's not sound true. Yep. Ah, no, I and that's it. True. That brings us to the end. We've been going for 52 minutes. So how about... Uh, we make this a two-part one, and next week we talk about the worst places in the world to visit. What's, what do you reckon one of the worst places in the world to visit is? Uh, Siberia. Why? Because it's just ice and snow and nothing to see. The Australian Outback. <laughs> I'll be on there. I know there'd be some nice things to see in the Australian Outback, but yeah. There are some I nice just, Maybe we could try. You have to be careful. The worst destinations you should avoid. Just a preview then. If we do do it next week, we may do something else. But just... Uh, First one's Australia. There might be some interesting ones. Dominican Republic. The Maldives. Why is it... Why is it saying that... These look like incredible destinations. Worst travel destinations you should avoid. There'd be some reasons why, I suppose. Cancun. So these... These were on the na- on the best ones. So this is someone else's belief that they're not as good as they say they are. Uh, Orlando, Florida, Mon- Monaco, Monaco, Dubai. So that was on the best ones. And Atlantic City, New Jersey. I'd go. I'd love to go to the Atlantic City. Um, I, I ha- tell you what, I hated was Las Vegas. I did not like Las Vegas one bit. I hated it. Oh, I, I, heard but, the, I heard the Las Vegas sounds really good, but it's not actually the best. Yeah, I, it was dirty, sleazy, yeah. disgusting place. I didn't like it at all. But we can talk about that next week. Um, um, or we can do something else. We'll, we'll I still come want up to with see, I still want to see if I can find the Atlantic City. Atlantic City? Like, if if you follow the paragraphs of... um. Of where of what they say in the mythology, and um, and oh, do you mean Atlantis? Yeah. So that's different from Atlantic City. Oh. Atlantic City is is in New Jersey, which is near New York. Oh yeah, but if you follow like the hourglass and all the signs that they figure out mm. of where it's meant to be, and if you can figure them out, like all the riddles and stuff, you could they they would actually tell you where it's meant to be tell you the exact location if you could figure well, out the exact location maybe that is your life's calling to find Atlantis because Atlantis because there's an island that boaters say come up mm-hmm. and like they've been there and it's really cool but then other boaters go to that exact spot and it's not there wow and so it's this island that rises and sinks yep 
and so if there's an if there's an island like that, Atlantis could be like that. Yeah. It could it could be in the middle of the ocean where no one ever really goes, or it could be surrounded by tornadoes, or it could be in the middle of the um the tr- what's the triangle? The Bermuda Triangle. It could be in the middle of the Bermuda. Triangle. There's an episode we could do the Bermuda Triangle. It could be in the middle of it. Did we do? Have we done an episode on UFOs? Yes. So we could do Bermuda Triangle. That's kind yeah. of similar. But like, it could be in the middle of that, and the reason it's protected is so Atlantis is protected from humanity. Hmm. And what if the people that go missing in the planes don't go actually go missing? They get stuck at Atlantis because they can't get back out because their plane or something's been wrecked. See, I would love to go... I would love to fly in a plane over the Bermuda Triangle. Yep. Like, no matter how dangerous that is. Because... You'd do it. People say... For the experience. People say everyone that does it disappears. No, it's not true. And then... There's been a lot of planes and a lot of ships that have disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle, but there's been plenty that haven't. Yeah. So so you'd probably be okay. But having said that... I'd rather not. I would do it. <laughs> I would. I would just do it. Like I'd do it like three times. Yep. S- see if I could. See if I was the one who'd go. Be- or what well, if? Maybe you would find out what happens to all those people because you'd be one of them. Yeah. Or what if the <laughs> time inside the Bermuda Triangle is warped? Like, like ten days in there is two years out here. Mm. So the people who go in for them. For them, the moon, they're, they're only in there for two days. For them. Their body doesn't age very much. But for us, and then they can't get out because their planes have been wrecked. Interesting idea. And so in the Bermuda Triangle, they live for a lot longer. Or maybe hundreds of years. Yeah. So they're still, one day, they'll all start coming out. And, and we'll be like, who are you? And they'll be like, what's happened to the Earth? That would be... Could you imagine being like, you know, in 1920, going into the Bermuda Triangle, you come out, it's 2020, 2050. Mm. It would be a bit of a... Shock. bit of a shock, wouldn't it? Yeah. And you've only aged three yeah, years. Yeah, or you hadn't aged at all. Yeah, that would be... Or say you've only aged like... That would be pretty crazy. You've only aged like a month or something. Yep. That's it, and then you come out, and it's way too, and it's way further in the future. That would be yeah. All your, all your. You know, everyone you ever knew would be dead. But, and then their children would be have children, and yeah. it'd be like, so you're my great 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 grandson. They'd be like, so you're my great 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 grandpa. Yeah. And you're only third. You're only thirty two years old. Makes no sense. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, that should be a conspiracy series. Yeah? Part two. Uh, we could do part two. Okay. We finished? Yeah. Alright, well, we hope you didn't enjoy this enough to not listen to it. And, um, thank you for not listening. Alright, this was the really, really boring podcast that no one should ever listen to.
Ah, nice little sneeze to end it with. And um, we'll... Well, we won't see you next time, but um, you'll hear us. Yep, bye. Ah, one more second. That's one hour exactly. Bye-bye. <laughs>